Hello, I'm Paul Comfort. Welcome to Transit Unplugged. On today's edition, I speak with Clement Michael, who is CEO of Keolis North America. Keolis is largely known for their big contract in running the MBTA's commuter rail, but they've got operations not only around North America, but the whole world. We talked to him about some of the innovations that are happening around the world as well as North America and what Keolis' role in that is, all on today's edition of Transit Unplugged with our guest, Clement Michael, CEO of Keolis. What does it mean to be a successful public transit agency? What are you doing to lead the way? It's time to learn from the top transit professionals in North America. This is Transit Unplugged with your host, Paul Comfort. Welcome, I'm Paul Comfort, Vice President of Trapeze North America, and welcome to our national podcast, Transit Unplugged. Today, I'm thrilled to be with the president and CEO of Keolis North America, Clement Michael, who's a good friend of mine. Clement, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me, Paul. Clement's one of the coolest guys in transit, I got to tell you. I've known him for a couple years now, and he always blows me away with his relevance with what's happening now, but also the depth of knowledge and experience he has in our industry. And so, great to have Keolis on. Uh, I've spent some time with some of their leaders. Uh, Bernard today was here, yes. the international president. So, uh, we're today at the APTA Expo where uh, our booths are actually right across the hallway from yes, each other, so it worked out good. So, uh, Clement, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and how you ended up being a CEO. Um, well, uh, <laughs> long story short, um, so I really wanted to make a difference to the communities we serve. So, so after engineering schools and uh, business school, I was uh, really wondering, both in, uh, in, uh, in France and in, uh, in UK, uh, uh, wanted to yeah to work on uh, how to serve a community better and uh, and transportation was not necessarily uh, one of the fields I had really thought about since I was little uh, you know I grew up in an island where there was uh, no trains no trams and uh, maybe a couple of buses where was that Reunion Island next to Mauritius in uh, and between Mauritius and Madagascar in the southern uh, Indian Ocean uh, wow. And uh, and so you had some uh, old rattlers, uh, uh, bus rattlers, and yeah. uh, and you had to clap to make them stop, uh, etc. So so um, I didn't see how it could change their lives, and uh, and it's only when I went to university that I really understood that coming to to big cities like Paris and London. Um, and then I entered SNCF, the French Railways, so um, and uh, in a graduate program uh, with uh, where you do lots of uh, gigs for uh, six months at the, at a time, uh, both in uh, infrastructure, uh, infrastructure maintenance, and infrastructure management, asset management uh, uh, at the time, and uh, and mainly in operations afterwards. So. Uh, in different places, so I'm a certified uh, a Thompson Houston 1932 uh, um, a signal box operator, uh, uh, so all technologies but also new technologies. Um, and uh, and made my way through the ranks of uh, SNCF and uh, and at one point I was the head of the operation center in Montpellier in southern France which uh, which oversaw the, the traffic and high-speed trains, freight trains, regional trains, uh, intercity trains uh, between uh, of course all southern France and between uh, between France and Spain and France and Italy. Um, 
And uh, I went back to Paris, uh, became what we call the MD of a train station, uh, so Gare de Lyon in Paris. Uh, when you Which went I've through been, Paul, yes, that's uh, right, yeah. Uh, when, uh, when you went down to, uh, to Dijon, uh, the capital of uh, Burgundy and mustard. Um, yeah, uh, great mustards there, I'm telling <laughs> you. <laughs> Um, and uh, and so there, I was uh, head of operation for the suburban trains uh, uh, coming out of this station, going south in uh, in in France, uh, and uh, managing a big uh, uh, big station like that. You have all the subjects around security, safety, uh, operational performance, uh, the on time departure for all the products, including trains going to Italy, Switzerland, uh, Spain. Um, and uh, and after that, actually, my uh, partner and I uh, decided to uh, go on a trip around the world, and we took our backpacks uh, and uh, and took nine months off uh, and traveled quite a bit. And That's uh, cool. and when we came back, we just said we we want to uh, to work outside of France. Uh, she's also uh, a mobility specialist, a transportation person, more in the uh, revenue and uh, marketing side, uh, how to to raise ridership in uh, in uh, in our systems. And uh, and Kelly sent me to uh, to the U.S. actually uh, for a short stint where I was bid manager for uh, the contract that Virginia Railway Express was putting on the market. Right. Yes. And I must say some things that you know it's close to your heart, but also Mark. Uh, right. So I work uh, uh, with bid manager for Mark bid that never eventuated uh, yes. afterwards. I heard that story. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but so spent uh, spent a little bit of time in uh, in your uh, beautiful state of Maryland uh, uh, through this, and um, and then was nominated as a head of transition and chief operating officer of uh, Yarra Trams in Melbourne. So when we oh, uh, yeah. won this. Uh, the biggest light rail network in the world. Uh, really? Wow. So, so it's uh, a bit less than 3,000 employees. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and it's a big network, 28 lines, 500 uh, light rail vehicles. Um, and, uh, and it's transporting now 220 million passengers a, a year. Uh, so, so real mass transit proposition. Uh, and uh, and therefore we stayed there seven years in Australia, uh, a bit more than that. Uh, had our kids there, and um, and finally uh, one day Bernard, whom you just mentioned yes. earlier today, Bernard Tabari, the international CEO of uh, of uh, Kiolis, just said, mm, you know what, I would love to uh, send you to uh, uh, to the US, and that's uh, how I arrived here uh, as head of uh, Kiolis North America, so both uh, sides of. Uh, of the border, mm -hmm. um, and uh, based in Boston, uh, based in Boston because that's our biggest contract, uh, and uh, and I mean it's not a secret to say that we had a couple of difficulties on that contract yeah. uh, uh, when we the we bad took it over. Yeah. Yes, but no storm, and uh, and uh, um, and so 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 now we've uh, we've I'm glad to say we recovered, and I can talk about that a bit uh, a bit more. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, but here in uh, in North America, it's been good. It's been a good integration and I must say I must say that APTA has been uh, one of those places where uh, I could actually connect with the industry understand how what it was all about uh, here I mean it's uh, it's really the place where people meet I mean if you're That's not right. at APTA you're not in uh, in uh, public transport in uh, in the US I right mean, it's just like uh, <laughs> it is this is the place to be yeah, APTA yeah, is, yeah. it has to be um, and so so you live in Boston so I live in Boston mm -hmm. the first winter has been uh, we like we were really dreading it and then uh, you know I told you about living uh, being uh, brought up in the tropical weather right, yeah. uh, more of the Atlanta style than the Boston style and uh, 
and actually uh, we really really enjoy it and i'm looking forward to the next winter from a from a personal perspective from a professional perspective mm -hmm. a bit less we uh, don't like those uh, yes. and we don't like disrupting our passengers with uh, with uh, with big snowstorms well we'll talk about that contract in a little bit uh, could you tell us about the footprint of keolis yes. in north america yes. and then after north america the world could you all are a worldwide yes, company yes. i've met yes. some of your worldwide leaders yes. i think you're a phenomenal company um, one of the best i've ever been associated with because I believe Keolis is focused on real quality. It's not just about the bottom line. I really believe that about you all. And it's yeah. very different than a lot of companies. So tell us about your footprint yeah. in the U.S. and Canada and then beyond. You, you know, I think one of the, the conscious and unconscious selection criteria for people to join us is actually to really want to make a a change to the communities we serve like uh, right. uh, and so just before answering your question but the first KPI I ask all the general managers to follow in their contract is actually ridership and you know what no contract is saying you need to follow the ridership except one I might be able to to come back to it because it's a it's a US first um, uh, so so following uh, ridership and and uh, collaborating with the transit agencies to actually uh, make ridership grow is actually what we're here for to make a more sustainable life city right, exactly. uh, community we serve um, so so yes yes that's the number one KPIs and our bonuses are linked to what we do uh, not only on the bottom line and the bottom line is actually uh, is a minor part of, uh, right. of it that's how I know don't want to interrupt you but that's how I know where you know you put your money where your mouth is right so yeah. you all uh, incentivize your managers based on how they're doing with ridership which I don't know that anybody else does that you're really focused on the same thing the public agency is focused yeah, on that's the idea. not just making money at the bottom line I think you, my philosophy has always been and I've worked in the public and private sector is that if you focus on the right things the money will come mm -hmm. It just I, makes sense. I, yeah, I completely yeah. Uh, agree with that. Well, sometimes uh, you find yourself in front of a contract that is very, very difficult and uh, 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 or which has been badly negotiated uh, by other people before you, etc., etc. Right, so right, it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a bit difficult. But honestly, I mean, the old philosophy needs to be uh, uh, how how can we think in the shoes of our customers for any business we're in? Uh, so how can we help them solve their problems? Uh, so where are you at? So you, you know you, we know you have your big contract in Boston. Yes. Tell us what so that is. So in, inter, internationally, because you asked the question yes, just yeah. before, so so internationally we're, we're big in Australia. I mean, I talked uh, about the light rail system here, uh, but uh, Gold Coast, the PPP, uh, uh, on uh, the fourth largest city in, uh, there. And, uh, and we have buses. We have buses in Brisbane, in Adelaide, uh, uh, in Perth, uh, we're launching an autonomous shuttle on the on the university uh, next month. Actually, oh, really? in uh, in Melbourne, uh, um, so so lots of things happening around here. In uh, in China, I mean, we're going to launch very very soon the first driverless metro of Shanghai, uh, uh, wow. and that's not something that is uh, really well known. Um, we uh, we are the number one uh, driverless uh, metro operator in the world uh, through. Uh, a Docklands Light Rail, so the driverless metro of London. Yes, uh, of, I've been uh, to Docklands, London. I've ridden have, it, it's yeah. amazing. It's a good service. Yes, yeah. it's a good Your GM is awesome there, by yes, the way. Yes, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, Kevin's a great guy. Uh, TFL uh, is a great client, so so it's good to be partnering with Transport for a, London. Uh, yeah, yeah, Transport for London. Uh, we uh, and in driverless metros, uh, we're launching end of next month uh, 
uh, as the second biggest metro system in uh, India, uh, in Hyderabad. Really? Uh, so the, the managing director, ex-managing director of Hyderabad is here with us today. And okay. I've, I've uh, brought, up, uh, brought him over in, uh, in the US. Uh, um, uh, and then we have uh, driverless metros in Lille, in Lyon, in Rennes, uh, in France. Uh, so, so lots of, uh, lots of uh, projects like that. And uh, light rail. So light rail. I mentioned uh, uh, Melbourne, uh, but we just won. Uh, we took over the contract in Manchester, uh, uh, which is the second city in uh, in UK. Uh, and in light rail, we have a PPP being uh, being built uh, in uh, in Waterloo, Ontario, uh, okay. right now. Uh, a bit of a delay uh, uh, because of the rolling stock being late, uh, the equipment, but uh, but a good project, and uh, we've got a very good relationship with the region of Waterloo. There, um, in uh, in light trail, uh, we missed on the purple line. Uh, yeah, which yeah. Also, uh, My old project. Uh, yeah. yeah, your old project. Um, but uh, but we uh, we operate uh, Nottingham. Uh, we uh, we operate uh, the Gold Coast in Australia and. Uh, uh, and uh, and lots in France, aren't you guys yeah, the number one company uh, in France? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sixty percent of the open market in France is uh, is uh, is Keolis and the bigger networks, the four bigger networks, Bordeaux, Lille, Rennes, Lyon, uh, are are Keolis. And uh, and here actually we launch a tram system, a light rail system, uh, twice a year on average uh, for the okay. last fifteen years. So so it's like a, a, a really robust process uh, uh, that we have to to actually launch those systems. Um, and here in the U.S., Steve Shaw is your guy. Yeah, my old buddy. We used to work together at Yellow. And uh, so, tell us about what you do in the United States. Yeah. So, United States, a big chunk is actually Boston. It's a big contract. It's the biggest uh, um, contract uh, of uh, public transport in uh, in U.S. and and Canada. Uh, so that's commuter rail, and if I stay in the commuter rail part, we also operate uh, on behalf of uh, Virginia Railway Express. Right, the uh, RE and the DC uh, RE. Yep. Uh, and uh, and in light rail we uh, we have Waterloo. Now the buses. We've got two companies. Steve Shaw is a man in the U.S. Uh, from coast to coast. Uh, we've got lots of operations in uh, in the LA region uh, mainly. Uh, lots of contract and uh, you all just uh, one Foothill Transit. Yes, and Foothill Transit yeah, yeah. is uh, it's great to have Foothill as a as a partner. Uh, yeah, Doran uh, Barnes, the, who is the yeah. outgoing chairman of yes. the board for uh, APTA, is just a tremendous guy to work yeah. with. Yeah. yeah, and and so so it's great to have such a, a team in front. Uh, and our biggest contract is actually Las Vegas, and so we operate the, the big chunk of uh, of, uh, of Las Vegas, where you've been last week. I, I just understand. went a couple uh, weeks ago and, and toured it, and that's where you're running your new autonomous shuttle. Tell yes. us a little about yes. that. And so, so, so this is really an autonomous shuttle. Was really a partnership with the city of Las Vegas and RTC, uh, who have a terrific team. Yeah, MJ uh, Maynard is awesome there. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Tina, MJ, and Cindy, and all the all, all the team. Um, and uh, uh, and there, we we feel we can really add value to uh, to the community. Uh, there's lots of things uh, uh, we need to do more of, right. uh, and uh, and uh, that's where we brought the autonomous shuttle, the one that we have actually uh, right now in APTA uh, uh, running, and uh, and that has been a tremendous sub uh, success. We've had uh, more than a thousand people yesterday oh, taking the autonomous shuttle. So it ran uh, on Fremont Street for yeah. several months this summer yes. in Vegas, uh, and then I talked to one of your staff, and he said that you're hoping to do it in open traffic soon. Is yes. that right? Yes. So next month it's. Uh, uh, 
uh, have a, a, a secret. Uh, uh, but oh, yes, sorry uh, to tell. No, 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 yes. that's okay. No, no, no. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying that uh, uh, we're working on the communication plan. But uh, but the objective is to have next month uh, in November uh, of 2017. Yes, yes. yes. November 2017 in Las Vegas we'll have uh, open road uh, circulation of yeah. uh, autonomous uh, shuttle. And I believe that'll be. If I'm not wrong, that'll be the first place in America where it's an open traffic. Yes. So that yes, is for it the, be. it's been a race to see who was yeah. going to be first. I was hoping to be the first in Maryland, yeah. on uh, on the base, the military base there. But uh, but I'm I'm excited for you guys. Yeah, it really is what's necessary for people to believe that okay, it's not just running on a like I rode one yesterday, and it's nice. It goes 10 miles per hour, uh, and but it's on a fixed track, and there's nobody really. You know, yeah, you're not interacting so. with traffic. So if you can do that, that's going to be amazing. Uh, so there's lots of work there. We've got lots of teams from all around the world actually uh, oh, yeah. in, in Vegas doing this, partnering with the, with the city and RTC. I mean, they operate the traffic lights, etc. We need to have uh, right. be able to have the communication protocols uh, so we know, etc., etc. We don't detect the light through the through the color, but but through the actual status within the yes. traffic management system, etc., etc. Yeah. Et so just imagine that there are some some complexities uh, uh, in uh, in lots of different uh, lots of different subjects. So so it's a really really an exciting project, and uh, we should be able to announce something similar in Montreal uh, okay. very very soon too. And, I got to uh, visit Montreal. It's a city I want to visit. I've never uh, been there. You've been to UIT, UITP. Uh, I didn't get to go this time. Yeah. So uh, one so thing I wanted Mont to mention yeah. on the uh, on something cool happening in America that does affect you there and others is MJ was telling me that their traffic light signal system, what you were talking yeah. in Vegas, now I think it's the makers, a car manufacturer, I forget which one, uh, one of the one yeah. of high-end cars, Do, is it Audi. Audi, yeah, that their vehicles can read with the countdown of when the light's going to turn green. So if you're sitting at a light in Vegas and you have an Audi car, it'll say 13, 12, 10, and so you know when the light's going to turn green. I mean, that's like the first step, I think, toward smart cars connecting with the infrastructure and are your are your vehicles doing the same your shuttle's going to do that uh, and so exactly so they won't tell the passengers but the whole idea is that they're going to decide what is the speed before arriving to the traffic light so they're not uh, stopping at the traffic light for long yes um and um Oh, so we can so we can kind of slow it down as yeah, it comes up to it. Uh, Interesting. Uh, uh -huh. And uh, and, uh, and so I've driven in one of those cars, uh, and uh, and actually I was uh, I was really impressed by the technology that uh, that was put uh, put there. So it's great. Uh, bear with us. I mean, we're going to have uh, I've mentioned um, uh, I've mentioned this uh, this open road uh, mm -hmm. um, in uh, in Vegas in November two thousand seventeen. Um, I would look at with attention what we're going to do in CES in Vegas uh, in January 2018. Okay. Because there might be uh, another autonomous uh, product coming our way. We're going to announce the name of it uh, next month. Okay. Uh, but uh, the first uh, trials will be, uh, will be in Vegas in January. Awesome. So uh, where else do you have a, a footprint um, and what are you doing that's uh, else in America? So you've got a couple big fixed route contracts out west. I think you've got a couple in Florida. Yes, uh, um, Florida, mm -hmm. both, uh, both in I mean, Broward County, Pompano Beach, Fort Lauderdale at the airport. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, in North America would include uh, Canada. Right, so yes. we're, we're big in Quebec. Okay. Uh, so so where we uh, we basically as a greyhound of Quebec. Uh, Oh, okay. So 
Orleans Express uh, and and as people would know but intercity coaches have been businesses that have uh, struggled a bit mm-hmm. uh, on the recent years and I'm happy to say that the summer season of 2017 we had an increase in ridership of 20 wow. percent uh, compared to the summer before uh, and a uh, little bit of change uh, it was very good weather the 375th anniversary of Montreal so there was some traffic but also uh, real uh, digital marketing. So, so now we feel that we've, uh, we have acquired a real competency on uh, uh, targeting the audience and, and making people leave their car and take, uh, uh, and take uh, uh, the coaches uh, between Montreal and Quebec and, and, and the wider Quebec province. And therefore, this uh, knowledge that we already have in North America, but we have throughout the world where the contract I managed in Melbourne was actually uh, with the big incentives on, on ridership uh, increases. Uh, uh, we've signed a contract amendment with MBTA uh, after uh, a bit more than a year of uh, conversations, negotiations, where now I believe, uh, but uh, Paul, you'll tell me if, uh, mm. if, uh, if I'm wrong, we have the first uh, contract in the US which has real revenue risk attached to it. So now we are really incentivized to actually uh, uh, fight for evasion uh, uh, right. and the increased ridership. I'm not aware of any others. Uh, yeah. Most of them, the public agency takes the risk on the fares. So yeah. that makes you a real partner with them. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and I think these models that exist actually in Europe, in Australia, in yes. other places, even in India, uh, uh, is something that is going to help shape the industry potentially, uh, where where we would have uh, uh, more of um, uh, a partnership relationship, as you just mentioned, uh, with with the authorities as private operators, uh, um, and and maybe less of a a master-servant relationship as uh, you might have seen uh, from uh, place to place, where you just, uh, uh, pardon my French, but the dumb operator, uh, uh, you're just there to uh, uh, manage uh, uh, employees and unions. No, we're here to actually uh, uh, be the partner of a, of a, of a local community uh, and uh, and really engaging our staff to actually be the best customer service uh, agents possible. Uh, so people are coming back on the services of uh, of the authorities we 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 serve. Well, that that shows uh, there's a lot of risk involved in that on your part, yeah. and uh, it shows your commitment to that. And I was going to ask, so in the in the field of play where you all yes. operate, so in America there are 195. In North America, there are 195 major transit systems with over yes. 100 vehicles. Yes. Uh, the company I work with, Trapeze, has our product in three-fourths of those operations. Um, yes, we, we're in 150 of the 195. Isn't that amazing? Some product. I don't know of any other company that can say that. Um, but so in the field Google. you're at... Google. On, yeah, that's right. Probably, yeah, yeah, Microsoft, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Microsoft so, yeah. would be on most of the computers. That's right. So, uh, but I used to play in the field you're in when I worked for, you know, MV, yes. and I worked for Laidlaw, which became First Trans, I worked for Yellow, which became TransDev. So those are the three big players yes. in North American market right now. And I'd say you're the next tier coming up. You know, you're like Avis, we try harder. Yeah. And uh, so you got Keolis, you Keep got- climbing. Yeah, MTM, and you got National Express, yeah. these other companies that are coming up. What sets 
you apart, would you say? I, I, I think I know some of the answers because I've yeah. been in some of your facilities, but what gives you kind of your unique selling proposition? Uh, uh, some of them we've, uh, we've mentioned and, uh, and we might have uh, slightly different approaches to, uh, to our esteemed competitors uh, uh, on this. I, um, I really think uh, uh, the, the thinking like a passenger uh, motto uh, uh, we've put in place and now we've uh, refreshed our brand for APTA, actually, this week. Okay. Uh, 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 more ways, more life, things that uh, we want to really there to innovate and uh, and uh, enlighten the, 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 the communities we, we serve. We want to look like them. Uh, uh, we, we really are pushing for gender diversity and inclusiveness in, uh, in, uh, in general. Yes. Uh, that's uh, something. Social responsibility. I, uh, yes, yeah. I'm, I'm pushing, pushing. Um, and for that, I mean, you've been to, to Vegas, you've seen it, uh, uh, but you could go to any of our operations and you'd see uh, what we call our visualization room where, where you see the, the pillars of what we call KO life. And you know what? It's not rocket science, but we say priority is safety. I mean, there's no business if there's no safety. And then it's operational performance because, I mean, the first thing that our passengers and our authorities want is that they want their bus, their tram, their light rail, their, yeah. their bike, their ferry uh, uh, um, showing up when they're waiting for, for, for it. And then, uh, and then they want it to be on time and then they want to be satisfied uh, as a customer. We want to partner, and, and, and so we have a corporate social, social responsibility uh, a pillar within, uh, within KO Life too. And, uh, and of course, because we're here to make business, uh, uh, the sustainability of the, of the contract and, uh, and the bottom line impact. Um, uh, uh, this cannot be done without engaging our staff. Uh, um, and so, uh, so staff engagement, employee engagement is, uh, is, uh, is absolutely critical. What I would say uh, um, is uh, setting us slightly apart is that we have a methodology to look at each of those seven pillars uh, uh, and, uh, and we can, right when we get somewhere, assess ourselves on safety, operational performance, etc. And, uh, and we've got the relevant uh, uh, teams uh, throughout the world with the center of excellence to say, hey, I've got this issue, how can I access it through uh, Chaosphere, uh, which is our internal uh, database of all best practices uh, uh, with keywords you can access and then say, hey, uh, uh, how do you do a crisis management in Melbourne or, or oh, in yeah. Shanghai uh, or in Stockholm or in, uh, in Manchester and then say, okay, oh, this is uh, relevant for me or it's not. Uh, and, and this is all moderated by, by the relevant experts. Um, and, the, and in the visualization room, we've got a standing room where, where we, we review all those KPIs. They're uh, really, really critical for, yes. uh, for, for our business. And, um, and uh, if we want to position ourselves as a, as a mobility uh, providers, uh, mode agnostic, uh, but then we need, to, uh, we need to be integrator of services. And, um, and, uh, and this is critical, being on the digital uh, platforms. Yes. Uh, if you go to uh, Bordeaux, uh, you've got everything. Uh, so you've got the car sharing, carpooling, the e-hailing companies, uh, and the services we offer. All on one app. All on one app. That's actually what I wanted to ask you. So from your viewpoint, we have just a few minutes left. Um, so Nat Ford, the new chairman of APTA, that's his big thing, is yes, that we're not yes, just transit anymore, we're mobility. Yes. So it's all those modes you mentioned. Yeah. From your view, kind of on top of the mountain, the CEO of one of the biggest companies in the world, um, where, do, where is transit going? What's the future? What's coming for us right now? 
really the the integration of services you know like some of the we can talk a lot about digital etc etc but if in places uh, i've been to recently in uh, southern california and you've got like three different companies or authorities serving the same neighborhood and this all three have got different bus flags uh, uh, then we're not integrating our services so we can talk about all the digital in the world but if uh, there yeah. is a highway between the train station and the bus station and there is not enough pass then you, it won't work right, uh, right. Uh, and and so multimodality is about infrastructure is about uh, uh, passenger information easiness of transferring from one place to another and integrating about the planning of the journey the ticketing uh, uh, and uh, and the validation uh, of it through uh, through one uh, um, uh, one app we call it plan book ticket uh, uh, so you can really uh, have your journey planner book your services and then have your ticket on your on your app and we've launched that in a couple of networks all is the latest we've done including with a light rail system mm -hmm. the old Orleans uh, right not yeah not the, new Orleans not yeah. the new one uh, uh, and uh, we're looking at uh, that type of products here for the for the American market okay with local so, partners so integration of all the services and and one kind of planning journey mapping tool for the client uh, autonomous shuttles yes of um, what Anything else you see coming that's big? Uh, you'll see, look at the 7th uh, of, uh, of November, the announcement we're going to, okay. to make on, uh, on uh, a new uh, mobility uh, tool to add to the, to the portfolio of solutions we have in front Very of us. Very good. That's always good to end on a teaser. Yeah. So, <laughs> Clement Michael, uh, President and CEO of Keolis North America, thank you so much for being with us thank today you, on our Paul, podcast. Thank you, It's always a pleasure. Yeah. It's always a pleasure. Continued it's best wishes to you It's an exciting project you're doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I felt like somebody ought to be telling, I mean, there's tens of thousands of people that work in the transit yeah. field in North America. And APTA is a great organization, but we also need to adapt to the new tools and technologies to, to spread the message of transit. You and I both believe in the power of transit to really revolutionize communities, to make sure there's 35 million people every day riding transit just in the United States. Um, when we do it right, we make their lives so much better. When we do it wrong, we can screw up not only their day, we can cost them their job, yeah. we can, they don't get to the hospital to see mom, you know, and get home in time to put their kids in bed. So you and I, and I know a lot of other leaders in this industry, we share the passion to really improve people's lives. I see this as a mission. Uh, I, I don't know what else I could be doing that's more important. And I know you feel the same way. I agree. So we're I kindred agree. spirits, and I thank you, Clement, for, your, uh, for the work you're doing no, for no, North thank America. You. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, thanks for being with us. You've been listening to Clement Michael, President and CEO of Keolis, on our national podcast, Transit Unplugged. Thanks for being with us. I'm Paul Comfort. Tune in next time for another interesting interview with a transit leader. You've been listening to Transit Unplugged, powered by Trapeze Group. To stay up to date, subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or join the conversation at transitunplugged.com. Thanks for listening.